It may perhaps be worth exploring the dynamics of when we feel free to critique others and to look down on others and to tear uh, people down and to talk smack and to hate and to resent and to be jealous and to look for faults and all that kind of stuff. So we can begin with uh, an example. Let's say that I'm giving uh, a profile, an account of a person and on this profile are written dozens and dozens of different sorts of faults. For example, this person uh, is not very disciplined. This person uh, was mean on this occasion, this occasion, this occasion. This person has trouble controlling his or her impulses and inclinations. This person uh, has this physical flaw and, and that physical flaw. This person is poorer than such and such amount of people. This person is shorter than such and such amount of people. This person is less successful professionally and personally than such and such amount of people. So many flaws, so many follies. And I read this report and there's a very good chance that I'm really going to get a kick out of thinking about what a loser this person is. Wow, that really sucks to have so many flaws, to have so many faults. That's crazy and I can feel good about myself. And yet, let's say that shortly after uh, finishing up reading and getting a kick out of it, I'm told that this person is, in fact, you. <laughs> this is a report concerning you. How would I then feel? Most likely, I would then backtrack real quick and begin to justify each and everything on that report. I would go through it point by point and say, I have an excuse for this bad behavior. I have an excuse for this character flaw. Uh, uh, this, uh, yeah, this is a weakness, but look at that strength, right? This is an imperfection, but look at, at, at this factor and so forth and so on. I'd redo the, my entire perspective uh, un, until I would feel good about that very same person, right? And I certainly would not feel free to, excuse me, rip uh, then myself down. So what can we learn from such an interesting example? And further, we see that the same dynamics can hold in, in similar situations. Let's say that um, I enjoy now ripping down some celebrity, right? That I read about them in the nose, the, the gossip column. Wow, they, they're really the, uh, they had the surgery, the plastic surgery again. Oh, they cheated again in their relationship, this and that. I, they have this mental health problem, that mental health problem. Did you hear the celebrity is going to... Uh, the uh, you know the clinic for the issue and the addiction and yada yada, but let's say that I'm a mental health professional myself and the celebrity comes to me for treatment and shortly thereafter, uh, the the celebrity is my client. Would I feel then uh, comfortable saying those things? Not only because of professional uh, kind of uh, uh, pr rules of propriety. That's one thing. Needless to say, I can't speak about my client's privacy laws, but also. Just from an emotional perspective, this is my person. I'm responsible for their mental health. I, I don't want to rip them down. Uh, it, it's a reflection on me uh, as to whether or not they're making progress in, in, in their kind of psychological health and all of that. Let's say that I enjoy making fun of somebody for being gravitationally challenged. But then I become, or uh, already I am, which then I shouldn't be. And the same thing for the mental health professional, if I already am, I shouldn't be making fun of anybody like that. But let's just say uh, I'm a, um, a trainer. And that same person that I used to rip down uh, for being gravitationally challenged comes to me to be trained. Shortly thereafter, I very much in all likelihood want the person 
to lose weight and, and to be looking good. It's it's my person and, and it's a reflection on me, right? Let's say that um, uh, you know I'm, I'm uh, involved in a lot of strife and jealousy with a neighbor or a coworker or some other person, and then I find out that in fact this is my long lost sibling, right? This is my long lost parent. This is my long lost child. All of a sudden, all of the dynamics change, right? Somebody's freaking out, uh, uh, or I'm about to freak out uh, at somebody on the road for doing something bad on the road. Uh, I, and then I look in, I see it's my uh, uh, uncle or aunt or niece or nephew, or it's my kid. Make it even closer to home. It's my kid. Everything changes. So how do we, again, how do we understand the, the this dynamic, uh, the, this the disparity of reactions and attitudes based on some of these factors. So one thing to say is that whatever it is and whoever it is that I consider to be myself, that I place under the umbrella of selfhood, uh, uh, that's a very privileged position to be in. And normally speaking, at least when I'm healthy, because the same process can technically uh, occur uh, <laughs> concerning uh, myself that usually occurs concerning those that are not myself, meaning I can hate myself, but usually when I'm healthy, uh, uh, whoever it is that is myself can enjoy kind of uh, 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 immunity from uh, excess critique, right? All the flaws and imperfections can be uh, whited out by self-love, right? Whatever I'm in love with, whoever is me, I'm blinded, generally speaking, again, barring some, some unfortunate outlier self-hatred, this and that, Generally, I'm blinded to any imperfections. It's me. What do you want? Right? I sit on somebody else's uh, a, a seat that is warmed up. It, it can be gross. It's like, ugh, I don't want to sit on somebody else's warm seat. But my warm seat, it's not gross at all. It's mine. I, it, finishing somebody else's leftovers can be disgusting unless it's up my, my close family and we do that. Sometimes, even then, some people say, I'll never finish anybody's leftovers. Not my kids, not my spouse, nobody's. But some people do. But certainly my own leftovers, <laughs> I do finish, at least while I'm eating. Maybe also later on I say no, but while I'm eating, it's it's my food. All of a sudden, somebody says, oh, your food has been replaced uh, uh, while you turned around with somebody else's. Now I'm no longer finishing this before I was on the way to finishing it, right? <laughs> um, another person's... Um, Kind of a, I wouldn't want to necessarily cut every person's nails and other personal needs, but my own, I, I probably do, hopefully, right? So we say it's it's a it's a hard kind of a reality that whatever it, it is that is me, I tolerate and and I love normally, and and further whoever uh, I I really take uh, into my sense of self, it could be in the examples given, uh, uh, my family. Right, that uh, I'm not beefing with. At least it could be uh, uh, the people that I'm involved in professionally. Th these are the people that I'm training. These are the people that I'm helping. Uh, uh, these are the people that I'm teaching. Maybe as a teacher, right? In, in that sort of way, as soon as somebody begins to reflect on on my innermost kind of circle of self, excuse me, where uh, I consider the person to be me, in some sense, it's the same idea that they're in the the tent of self-love, right? And yet whoever is not me is in the harsh light of critique, is in the harsh light of extreme judgment without any mercy, usually, 
right? Potentially of hatred, uh, uh, of jealousy, of competition. And how come I'm not jealous of myself? Usually, again, all kinds of outliers come to mind that I can be jealous of my younger self, whatever the case may be. But even then, it's probably a little bit different or a lot different than being jealous of somebody else. And, and let's say, let's put that aside. I'm, I'm jealous when I was younger or when I was healthier or richer or something like this. Let's say right now, whatever I am, why am I not jealous of myself? Um, I might be jealous of you. I'm not, I'm not jealous of myself. How come uh, I um, don't, again, setting aside outliers, uh, I don't uh, hate myself as somebody else, as, as a, another but I, I might hate you as another. But I'm, I'm somebody else relative to you. Right? I'm another relative to you. So it's this interesting uh, uh, dynamic. But we see, again, whoever is outside of this circle of self-love, uh, who's to say? Right? The, uh, on, on a good day, uh, there's transactional bonds. Uh, I need to uh, have a good business uh, partnership with such and such people. I need to be polite to such and such people. On a good day, on a bad day. Who's to say what's going to happen? Whoever is not me. Anything goes, right? The, the worst brutalities, the worst crimes, goodness forbid, uh, uh, the worst monstrosities, as long as it's not me and mine, it's okay. Right? So we say that, uh, again, we can kind of um, go through uh, uh, or we can develop uh, uh, or wait until uh, uh, kind of, uh, now that's the wrong way to put it, we can work on developing the mindset that even if, technically speaking, also another good example, right, uh, is a suspicion that somebody is the father of a child. What is usually needed in order to uh, uh, begin to love the little bundle of joy and to begin to support and him or her and pay child support has to be my child, right? It's somebody else's child. I'm not about to pay child support and, and uh, visit and all of that. It has to be my child. So I'm waiting for confirmation that it, it, it's mine. As soon as I, I know that the, the, the baby is mine, now it's a whole different story. So again, we can uh, uh, operate on, in the arena where... Uh, practical things have to happen for them to for other people to be ours uh, somebody has to hire me as a personal trainer or as a patient or as a, uh, as a or excuse me as a teacher or as a, or as a coach or something like this or somebody has to be, become my child or has to I have to find out that somebody's my relative or I have to find out uh, that um you know in some other way somebody's uh, the direct reflection of me, another alternative, however, is to understand the concept, right? Even if it's somebody else's child, well, what's the difference that much? Of course, my, my child, no, we don't want to uh, at all detract from the tremendous responsibility and exclusivity that that is. And yet, in concept, everybody's somebody's child, everybody's somebody's family member, just because it's not mine, so what, right? It is mine. If I expand my sense of self, I'll also view uh, uh, others to be mine. In this way, so I can work on viewing other people as my family. Uh, I, I can um, uh, view other people as uh, uh, potential family, potential friends, and on a deeper note, I can view others as as me. Also, I can just expand my circle of self love, and that way, I'll be motivated to overlook the faults and follies of others and find the good points in them, just like I do in myself. Right. And only find the faults in myself because myself I can improve. It's constructive. It's not simply petty. So those are some attitudes we can take and we can think about it. Thank you for listening.